0: yesterday. We get critical of Frank Reich sometimes, but I thought he sounded very coachly yesterday during his media availability with the Colts. Today, we're going to hear from the coordinators. We're going to talk today about whether we're a little bit too optimistic about some changes that the Colts have made. Then we're going to talk about the Texans a little bit, why they are the perfect opponent for the Colts in week one, Bad news for Indiana football. Right tackle, starting right tackle, out for the season. You got problems with um, Indiana football a little bit, but Idaho is a salve for Indiana's problems this weekend. Uh, Some news out of Indiana basketball. A recruit's going to make a decision by the end of the month. Is he going to pick the Hoosiers? I don't think so. White Sox, they win behind Brownsburg's Lance Lynn. Let's go, let's talk about sports. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, September sixth, two thousand twenty-two. Brought to you by the great people at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. This is coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Boone County Fairgrounds. You got lumberjack competitions. You've got auctions of chainsaw art. Showed you that yesterday. It's a little bit too dark to do it today. I'll do it again this afternoon. Fantastic stuff. Uh, really, really fun. A beer garden, kids' zone, all kinds of things. Boone County Fairgrounds, the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. I was there last year, bought a couple of pieces. Wonderful, wonderful place. Smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you got a mind to, donate. And if you have a question along with your donation, submit it, and we will answer that question. It's what we do. All right, let's talk about sports Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Colts' Frank Reich spoke to the media yesterday, and this was a different Frank Reich. Maybe I'm overplaying this. I don't know, but I, I, I put a lot into performance by coaches. Either you're confident or you're not. If you're a confident coach, you convey your information in a specific way, and I thought Frank Reich did a great job of that yesterday, talking about uh, Shaquille Leonard judging whether he's going to be ready to go Sunday by where he is at the end of the month, talking about the advantage of being very, very vanilla, showing nothing during the preseason. Might be a small advantage, but it's an advantage. Uh, Really some, I don't know whether you'd call it revealing stuff, but talking about analytics and how Frank Reich stays up at night. He's laying awake in bed thinking about things that the analytics staff can go research for him. Like, what is the sweet spot for Jonathan Taylor in terms of carries per season? Where They don't want to run him into the ground. They don't want to Gerald Riggs him. You know what I mean? They want Jonathan Taylor to be a productive running back with the Indianapolis Colts for a long time in the future. How do you get that done while taking advantage of his gifts in the present? Talked about that a little bit. I liked Frank Reich yesterday. I thought, this is a guy. This is a guy that I would play for, and sometimes when Frank Reich talks, I don't have that feeling. I think, well, he's just kind of saying words, and and those words convey no meaning. Yesterday, meaning conveyed, meaning understood, good for Frank Reich. All right, let's talk about the Texans a little bit, and then we'll talk about the Colts and whether we're overplaying the reasons for optimism. Davis Mills last year, in his two games against the Colts combined, was 35 of 57 for 292 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. People are expecting Davis Mills to take a step forward, and I'm not entirely sure why. We're going to see if there's a reason why this Sunday in Houston is the Colts try to win their first opener since 2013, since Andrew Luck's second year. Andrew Luck was six years away from retirement the last time the Colts won an opener. Uh, This is a must-win for the Colts, right? This is not a must-win for the Texans. Uh, You know, Lovie Smith has taken over as the head coach. He was a defensive coordinator. This is kind of a hire of convenience for the Texans. I think the Texans are a ways away from being a, a really competitive team. Uh, David Culley, I thought, did a good job last year to get Houston to four wins. That roster was terrible last year. I thought David Culley did a good job. David Culley couldn't get on the same page with management, so he's gone. Lovey Smith is in. Uh, the draft this past year for the Texans. Derek Stingley, cornerback out of LSU. He's going to start. Then you've got Kenyon Green. He was taken 15. He's a guard out of Texas A&M. Uh, Jason Petrie, uh, Petrie safety out of Baylor. He was taken 37th. I mean, you know, he going to make a big difference. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. And John Meechie, uh wide receiver, the saddest story, I think of this entire draft class taken out of Alabama. And, and Meechie's a guy who projected to recover from his ACL and be on the field for the Texans later in the season and be really good, uh, suffering from leukemia. And as a result, he's going to miss the entire season. Jonathan Greenwood, you got to get in the way of Jonathan Greenwood uh, so he doesn't get to Matt Ryan. He had eight sacks last year. They think he's going to take a step up in class this year. So he is the key to that defense. He's kind of the Yannick Ngakwe. And speaking of Yannick Ngakwe, The Indianapolis Colts, there are reasons to be genuinely optimistic about the Colts. But we know from experience that all the reasons that people are optimistic looking forward toward a season do not pan out and don't wind up being a reason legitimately to be optimistic as the season kind of uh, transpires. And as we look back at the 2022 season. Will these reasons all kind of bear fruit as the Colts try to get back to the postseason, right? They've done it in even years. Even years have been really good draft years for the Colts. And and for Chris Ballard, the odd years, not so good, right? So 17, 19, 21, not so good drafts. 18, 21, and we don't know yet about 21, to be honest. That's kind of putting the cart before the horse, saying that the 21 draft, not so good. We don't know whether Pay and Odangbo uh, are, are really going to be outstanding defensive ends. We're going to see. Maybe they do. At any rate, let's say that it it kind of is sort of what 17 was, then 19. It, it, if that winds up, you know, being a, at the end of the day, it winds up being an odd year draft as they've been for Chris Ballon. It's also been true that in the odd years, the Colts haven't gone to the playoffs, but in the even years, they have, and this is an even year. So we're kind of on, on pace, maybe, for another, another playoff run. Matt Ryan in place of Carson Wentz. If you didn't believe that Matt Ryan is an upgrade, you should, after hearing Terry McLaurin, wide receiver for the Washington Commanders, talk about Wentz. Oh, he plays backyard football. I prefer backyard football. We got a chance for deep plays. Okay, backyard football is not winning football in the NFL. You got to run your offense as designed for the thing to work. And if you got to every once in a while kind of improvise and go off script and and do something a little bit different, then that's what you do. But Carson Wentz does it way too often. Matt Ryan does not. Matt Ryan is a terrific game manager for a West Coast offense that's going to operate efficiently. That's what the Colts want. This is going to be an upgrade that is legit reason for optimism. Uh, What about Gus Bradley? I think Gus Bradley over Matt Eberflus is just a a miracle. This is, is a bigger upgrade for the Colts than Ryan is over Wentz. Bradley over Eberflus is huge for the Colts. It's going to be different. Sometimes it's going to look a little bit the same. The Seattle three will look a little bit similar to what Matt Eberflus ran, but it's not. Don't be fooled by your eyeballs. Uh, what about Alec Pierce? And Alec Pierce is kind of over Zach Pascal, right, as a, three, as a two option, maybe a three option, but he's sort of that guy. I think Alec Pierce, he, he's faster. Um, uh, I, I, he, work ethic, very similar. I think I always admired Zach Pascal's work ethic. He, of course, gone to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I think Pierce winds up being an upgrade. He's taller, a uh, better target because he's taller and longer. We'll see uh, what happens with Alec Pierce Is a rookie. How about Yannick Ngakwe? Yannick Ngakwe is an upgrade over Quiddy Payne. He didn't lose Quiddy Payne. He's just going to the other side. That's a win-win. Yannick Ngakwe is a guy who you can write in in ink is going to be responsible for 8 to 12 sacks. Every single year, six years in the NFL, 8 to 12 sacks uh, during every single one of those seasons. And, um, you know, how about Matt Pryor slash Bernard Ryman in place of Eric Fisher? I think it's a, an upgrade by default, right? God bless Eric Fisher. And Eric Fisher and Julian Davenport, too. Yikes, that's a real upgrade. But Fisher did his best to get football ready, coming off that torn Achilles. You know what? Wound up uh, not being so great. And so I think that Matt Pryor winds up being a uh, an upgrade. So there you go. Uh who are we going to talk to this week? Matt Hawk, we're going to talk to today. You're going to hear that conversation on this channel. Uh, throughout the week, we're going to talk to Julian Blackman. We'll talk to Ethan Ferneo. We'll talk to Jelani Woods as well. Uh, coordinators today available for the Colts. No practice today for the Colts. Uh, Pigs reports that Arrington Page is going to decide where he's headed by the end of the month. He's 6'9, number 47 ranked player from a high school in Georgia. He is down to Indiana, Miami, Cincinnati, Mizzou, and Southern California. He clearly has no geographical bias. He's got Southeast covered in Miami. He's got the Midwest in Cincinnati and Missouri and Indiana. And then he's got Southern California covered with USC. He's thinking about going anywhere and everywhere. We'll see where he winds up going. These guys don't typically wind up going to Indiana. We don't know about Page. Maybe he winds up going to Indiana. Uh, Indiana football, some bad news. Right tackle, Matt Bedford, he is out for the season. 28 starts under his belt for IU at the right tackle spot. He can apply for a medical redshirt. Uh, uh, Parker Hanna is uh, going to replace Bedford. They've got Idaho, Saturday night, 8 p.m., BTN. Uh, Francis Tiafo yesterday at the U.S. Open, was terrific in beating Rafa Nadal. Rafa Nadal had been... 27-2 and two against American opponents in majors. The last time he lost to an American in a major was James Blake back in 2005. It has been a long, long time. 17 years. Tiafoe was awesome in dispatching Nadal in four sets. Uh, Lance Lynn beat the Mariners 3-2. to two. Uh, You know what? Uh, White Sox are only two back in the AL Central. If they get to the playoffs, and if they get Michael Kopech back healthy, and you've got Cease and Kopech and Lynn and Cueto, as your rotation in the playoffs, you got a chance to raise some hell. Uh, White Sox have just got to get there. If they get there, I think they got a shot to win a whole damn thing. I think they could win the World Series. And if you want to place a couple of shekels on the White Sox to win the World Series, you can do so at BUSR.ag. We love BUSR. All right, BUSR, Colts, minus eight this Sunday. Is that a gift? Might be. BUSR, you go there and you, uh, you do some investing. No problem with uh, investing in, uh, you know, it, it just makes it more fun for a lot of people. Put a couple of shekels on a game. Put a couple of shekels on a thing. Like a few years ago, the Nationals to win the World Series, I thought the same thing. And, and the odds on, I, what was it, uh, 1,700 plus 1,700? Nice. This is even higher odds. White Sox get there. I think they got a chance. All right, birthdays. The great Terry Bauer celebrating a birthday. WMAQ alum, happy birthday to Terry. Cindy Chambliss, happy birthday. Coach John Downing, happy birthday. Uh, The great Phil Sanchez from Wish TV 8, happy birthday. Jeff McDonald, Sandra Dodson, happy birthday. Jonathan Mathis, Stephen Hall, Ryan Russell, happy birthday. Ryan Russell, of course, from the Wabash Valley Red Devils back in the day in youth basketball. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Later today, our conversation with punter Matt Hawk, and then uh, might hear from the coordinators as well today. They got a Zoom call. Sometimes those are a little bit dicey. We'll see how it goes. Can't wait to talk to you a little bit later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. Always a highlight of my day.